somebody needs to say it. I'm sorry. And it's going to be us. Shit that doesn't matter, but matters way too much. <laughs> That's this podcast. TG60. TG60. Oh, what an offensive line episode. Hey, in the stands. <laughs> the wiggle fingers. Dude, Come on. 60s couldn't be an uglier number, 60. You know what's funny, though? is And this is very hard pod, and we've kind of hit on it, is you give me 60 in football, and you're like, ah, oh, man, that guy's a hog. You give me 60 in baseball, you're like, this guy is a complete psycho. Yeah. But 60 in baseball, like, who – I, I can't even think of a 60 in baseball right now. Who's right? I can't that, that's what I'm saying. I can't either. It's like some middle long relief pitcher out of the pen, you know, who 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 wears the same underwear jockstrap every game and who hasn't shaved in like three years. Baseball numbers don't really go over like like 40, do they? I can't like baseball numbers seem irrelevant to me for some reason because they don't really need them, do they? Uh, you need them. I think, yeah. Like, I can't, I don't know why, like, baseball numbers aren't registering for me for some reason. Except for, wasn't Randy, what, wasn't Randy Johnson something weird? 51? 51. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, it's hockey players, too, that just have some random-ass high numbers. Oh, yeah. And their last name is, like, Tums the Kirkash. You're right. That's, like, 94 vowels in it, and he's number 82. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, but I like it. Either 94 vowels or literally one vowel with 94 letters. And somehow, <laughs> like, that's just a collection of random num- letters from the alphabet. Dude, what? Yeah. Thumbs action. Who fell asleep on their keyboard trying to, like, creating a hockey player? <laughs> Back then on Ellis Island, when, when people were coming over or whatever, the guy just fell asleep and just scribbled. Uh, Ellis Island. Put shit together. I was thinking yep. about that for uh, when I was grading all those uniforms, those city uniforms in the end. Yeah. Um, like the Mavs came up, and I was like, I was just thinking about Luka Doncic being number seventy-seven. Like, yeah. Well, that's what I was about to say. Is a basketball player number sixty-seven? Oh my god! Give me, give me all that. Give me everything. <laughs> that guy's coming in to use up all his fouls. <laughs> Hey, you got five. You got five. Use them. That dude is the enforcer. Bro, my dad always used to say that to me. He's like, you got five of them. Dude, my dad would say that shit to me about strikes when I was up at bat. Nah. Hey, man. They get you with a good one on the outside corner? It's all right. That's why they give you two more. That's you. Right, you, you just protect with two strikes. God, man. I could not play baseball. I'd be so weird at the plate. I'd be in my head about it. Right. You wouldn't even be thinking. You would have You would have no want to or concept or thought about what pitch was coming or have an approach at all. Your only approach would be, do I look cool or like a jackass? Yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder if they can see my crack right now. Is my ass out? That's half of that. That's like what I think about the whole entire day. I'm like, can someone see my ass right now? Are you thinking Dude, about that shit while you're at the plate, though? Are you like, all right, they'll probably do a curve right here? Like, are you like thinking about that? Or yeah, you, man. Fuck it. Just hit it. 
No, you gotta have you gotta have like an approach, you know. It, it, it uh, you'll, you you'd hear that a lot from different from from baseball coaches, right? You know, we're going up there. We're gonna put together good at bats. We're gonna have a good approach. Okay, when they're saying that, it's like you're going up there with a plan. You're not just going up there just freaking hacking and anything. Although I always felt like the people who just go up there and hack and whatever, they're always the better ones. That's that would be me. Like I don't know what's going on, bro. But just let me connect. Just because I'd be like, you know, then I'm like, I, I get having a good approach, but then like I'm over analyzing. That's what I would. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would do that. See, yeah, you would be that guy. You would be the guy who wouldn't pick up a bat. I had a kid, Jordan Reeser was like this. He wouldn't pick up a bat for three months. He would go up there with no approach, not even have batting gloves on, and he'd go like three for four with three doubles in a game. Dude, I've been doing soft toss and hitting off the tee. I'm freaking thinking, okay, it's two one. We're gonna hit me with a, a you know a outside uh, yeah. you know change up on the outer hat, like all that. And then he just goes up there and just freaking whack, whack. There's always those kind of kids, always. I couldn't, yeah, dude. That's just that's just being that's just balling right there. I guess so. It's just balling. Are we gonna have? Uh, this isn't gonna be our Thanksgiving episode, is it? Wait, what day is it? It's the 14th. Oh, now you got me all fucked up. Hold on. Next week is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's on the 23rd. No. Next, th- next Thursday is Thanksgiving. No, we'll have an episode next week. Okay. I just didn't know your schedule. and I don't even know my schedule, so thank you for asking. <laughs> the amount of joy. So I, <laughs> joy. The amount of joy that it brought me, though, this morning, I, I had an early morning shift that I was doing. And uh, so on the way to where I'm going to record and do my work, uh, there's a Duncan that's like literally on. Uh, I go from point A, my house, to point B, the place where I record. And literally on that road, about halfway there, there's a Dunkin' Donuts. That's simple in and out. I go through drive through, get in, get out. Yeah. I, there's no one ever there because I have to get there at like 630 to log on. So it's great. 630 a.m. Yeah, dude, that's so, a, that's a good time. That's a great. Nobody's anywhere, and you're just like, this is my world. Well, and that's that's when I have to be there. So I'm getting to Duncan at like six oh five. Crazy, because I like to have time to really like yeah, have yeah, a yeah. coffee, so can, babe, lock oh, in exactly. And so I'm there this morning, and I pull a U whenever I do this because I I record in this show for like four hours. And so I like to have at least two coughs, like ready to go. So I get my two coffees. Perfect. But I, I, I'm, I'm getting my wallet out. Yep. There's the, that's a thumbnail right there. Just you. <laughs> I, I get, I'm getting my wallet out. Right. I'm sitting there, and I'll, like I turn to the drive-through, and the lady already has one of the cups, and it's a Dunkin' Christmas, and it's, and it just gave me such like a. You know, because I wasn't expecting it. I was just expecting like the classic white Dunkin' cup, like give me my coffee and I turn and there it is. And I'm like, well, freaking slap my ass and let's get jolly. Yeah, it's time. It really is. I was at my mom's apartment. I don't know if I told you this, but I went from Indianapolis last week to Orlando to see my mom. And in the apartment was just a bunch of like Thanksgiving, fall, fall, autumn. And I'm walking through. I'm like, where's the Christmas shit? Like it's time, dog. I think I think, no, I think you bring it out right now. And we do. We have it fully out. 
Hey, are you since uh, since Chiller is ATL? Are you gonna be able to decorate this year? Oh wow, so true. I have to. I'm gonna have a little tree somewhere. The little peanuts, Charlie ba- Brown tree. Yeah, it's it's going. It's going. Christmas time is here. <laughs> oh, what is the oh, dude? I was listening to a Christmas song on repeat. Oh, last Christmas. Oh man, I listened to that eight times in a row last weekend when I was just like running errands. That's our that that is that is these guys espresso clubhouse. That's our Christmas song right there. I can't get over that one. Yeah, like it, it hits my soul. I'm just like God. Why is this? Why is it so magical, dude? Dude, people shit on it randomly, and I hate I it. Why? How? I don't. I don't know. I. You know what? I am not into. I am not into the like new age Christmas music. There's there's some that aren't bad, like that Ariana Grande one, Santa that, Tommy. Oh, that's a that's a killer. That I, I can get down with that. It, it is a fine line, but like there there's a handful that are very popular that you hear all the time now. They're almost like too commercialized. Like, like I, I feel. I feel like they're not like a true Christmas song. They're like a Christmas song that is in the background of a Target commercial. Oh. Or like a, you know what I mean? Uh, the one that gets me is the Kelly Clarkson. Give me a little Snow and the presents are here. Snow is falling and the time is here. Just one other day. Yeah. Alone on Christmas Day. Dude, that one is... I'm like, this is... I'm at a, I'm at a, it's a Walmart commercial. They're telling me the deals of the Walmart commercial right now. Yeah, it's... It's it's not a classic, dude. It's, it's too commercial, you're right. It's too corporate. Because imagine if they put like one of the one of the OG Christmas bangers in the back of a Walmart commercial. You'd, you'd be like, what? You, your jaw would drop. It's just the Kelly Clarkson one isn't on that level yet. It's not in that bracket. But and then it's thrown in your face so much that there's one by Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. It's like, you make it feel like Christmas. Like it's a commercial, dude. This is like the little like Coca-Cola short that they put on at the movie theater or AMC short they put on at the movie theater. Like yeah. when the previews haven't started yet, but like they're playing stuff on the screen. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I'm like, well, what are we? What is this? It's no hearty Blue Christmas by Elvis. I oh, mean, God, dude, geez. Blue Blue Christmas at like 11:45 p.m. on Christmas Day. That'll make you cry. It's <laughs> dude, dude. If you're in a car by yourself, too. Oh, dude. Oh, oh, oh. Fucking hey, like. You're in high school or college with a girl. You're dating her that you like. <laughs> I don't even say it. Dude, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I'm gonna get my. Hey, when you're in like high school or college, and you're you 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 had to go over to her house for her family Christmas, and you didn't want to, uh, deep down, and you, you're like, I don't even really like her, but like it's the boyfriend thing. I gotta do it. And you leave and it's already so dark and it's, yeah, it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And you know, only that's, you got so little left of Christmas. Oh, you got like 16 and, minutes. And that song plays. Yeah. Fucking drive off the road, dude. Oh, that's a low point. Yeah. You're thinking about your life in the car. Elvis is just cranking it, dude. You're just like, what? Right, what, guess so. what a swing. What a swing in the same day. Like, 
11 hours earlier couldn't be a happier person on the face of the planet. That's true, man. In the 12 hour time frame, you you're literally crying in the car by yourself. (laughs) That's a little Christmas might be kind of toxic, dude. That's a lot of mood swing for one day. Christmas is a red flag, dude. (laughs) That's why we like it so much. You know, it's that girl, you know, uh, you're like, damn, I can't stand her, but I love her. That's why you just have to you have to start having Christmas or going to a Christmas where like on Christmas night you're just getting hammered. Yeah, there's been you're like you just don't even think about it and you miss it and then you wake up and you're like, yeah, I was gonna be miserable anyways. I might as well be hungover. Is there a silver lining on the 26th? I know we just dude, we just talk about this. <laughs> I can't stop. Like, is there any, you know on the 26th you wake up like what's the one thing you're like? Well, at least. For me, it's two things. For me, it's, well, like, now I get to, you know, I have this cool new sweatshirt that I get to wear, and I get to wear these new shoes, and, oh, yeah, we got a gift card. Fuck it, you know, like, oh. going to a restaurant. And then secondly, I got a lot of shit for this last year, but, I like, I just feel like that's a day I'm never doing anything. And it's the day that my family, my wife, like everyone in my life at least is so down to just like be a complete piece of shit. And so it's like, like that, whatever, like I'll throw a random ball game on, like I'll start trying to figure out what the next thing to look forward to is. Like maybe someone's having a New Year's party that I'm not going to go to, but like we can talk about it. Yeah. Like ever, like then you you got that, you kind of feel like you need to be productive for some, some reason. Then you call your friend or you're like talking to somebody and they're like, dude, shut the fuck up. It's Christmas. They're still giving you that. Yeah. You can still get away with that a little bit. Christmas, dude. It's Christmas till the first, dude. Just stop. Yeah. I love that. I need that in my life. That That is, that is something for sure. Christmas. Come on. Can we talk about how this upcoming weekend though is top three weekend on the calendar year top three yeah this is it this is a this is a special one and we're just glossing over it with all this christmas talk that's what i'm saying the weekend before thanksgiving is a here wait 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 no 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 yeah explain why because you get to that friday saturday and you're already thinking about like, okay, it's the weekend right now, but oh, guess what? We really only have Monday, Tuesday of oh, the upcoming week. And that doesn't even count. No one, and Wednesday? Bye. No one's doing shit. Slap my ass all the way to hell. Oh, keep smacking harder. And then, you're, and then you're like, you know, and it always works out too, dude. I swear to God. The, the powers that be at the Shield, they must know. Because it always works out to where there's just some fucking awesome NFL games that weekend. Like, uh, I can't remember who plays Sunday night. But Monday night is the fucking Chiefs and Eagles. Oh, dude. dude they, they have to do that on purpose, right? So it's like, oh, it, it's Monday of the fakest week all year. Thanksgiving's coming up. I'm gonna be watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade soon. Oh, by the way, the I get Super to Bowl. watch. I get to watch the literal Super Bowl on this fake ass week. That's a baller game. 
I like accidentally watched Monday Night Football last night and I saw like Oh, oh yeah, fuck yeah, accidentally. It went dude, it was oh, on. I was watching it with my mom and I was like, we don't have to watch this. And she was like, I don't really care. And I was like, all right, let's get it. So I went to sleep with Monday Night Football on, dude. I haven't done it in so long. It was like porn. Hey, because it's Buffalo and it's cold and like that pan to the crowd. Yeah, and, you know, dude, that's I, the one for some reason I love like Buffalo's stadium. I don't know why. I like the camera angle. And like, uh, it's it feels like it's old, but it's not old. Uh, it just feels like it's been around forever. It has, but I love the camera angle, angle of Buffalo because you're there. Like, you're almost field level. It's kind of a wide view. Like, you feel like you're right in it. There's some of those stadiums like uh, Denver. I don't ever want to watch a game in Denver, ever. Dude, this is never. This is shit that's never talked about. The camera angles. Buffalo is like I'm on the sideline. Honestly, the Colts is kind of shitty too. Yeah, it is. I don't like it. I don't really like the Colts stadium. Hot dig. Their 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 press box and the camera and everything is so high that it just it, 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 it rubs me the wrong way. But Buffalo is great. Uh, Denver, like, like I said, never stadium. Yeah. You just you 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 feel on top of it, especially when it's cold, because there's always those dudes with no shirt and a, a sock cap beanie on, you know, and it's like, oh, it's that time. Random Santa Claus in the crowd. Fuck yeah, dude! Snowball fights in the crowd. You uh, show me that, dude. Yep, I love it. Buffalo kind of seems like a like a college stadium almost. Yeah, yeah. That's what gets me. Like, I used to play at Buffalo on Madden. I'd be like, where the fuck? Where is this? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, getting a, they're getting a new stadium, which is going to be like. I kind of don't like it. When teams get new stadiums, they're like too like advanced. Yeah. I'm like, just give me a fucking gridiron, baby. Can we revert back to Three Rivers? Oh. Just a circle stadium. That's, that's us being old heads, but like <laughs> it is, it is, it is. But they do like go hard. They go harder. Like RCA dome, dude. It's perfect because and that era and that time, everybody was like, yeah, it's just like a place where people gather to watch ball. Yeah. Now they design them for it's like, well, how are we going to fit Taylor Swift here and her concert? Oh, yeah, the Colts play here, too. You know, like oh, they, they make it a multifaceted thing, business, get it, whatever. But like back in the day, it was like, oh, yeah, just make it fucking round where everybody can stand and watch the damn game. Oh, it's so perfect. So loud. They didn't think about acoustics for a second when they built those stadiums. <laughs> They're just like, I don't know. They'll figure no, it out. Yeah. The concerts weren't happening in the stadium. They were happening outside. Because the acoustic, what happened in the RCA dome? No, 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 no. They had the, the the when the when the Colts opened the season and like oh seven against the Saints after they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they had the kickoff concert. That shit wasn't happening in the RCA dome. Not not a chance. I know. Yeah, I like. Where do you stand? Where do you stand on the Superdome? Where the, where the Saints? Um, I was just gonna talk about how I like it. They haven't done shit to it, right? I mean, they updated, but it's like still the same structure, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like it went through hell with Selena back in the day. But I mean, yeah, it's like essentially kind of the same setup, I believe. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's just a classic like round ass bowl. 
Dude, they just, the Super Bowl's there every fucking three years. I'm like, yeah, it is what it is, dude. You know what it is for me? Is it's the, the different color panels on top. That's cool. But the ring of lights on the helmets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doesn't happen at any other stadium. Only the Superdome has that ring of lights that you can see that's shining on those. Dude, that's just, that's. That's the sleeper pick right there. It's all you know. It's always like a big the the game's like a big deal. It's like a big national right. championship in college. Yes, you can see the ring on the Georgia helmets or something. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, like, oh, something, something sexy's going on. the The TV's a little clearer. The picture, you're like, damn. Oh, so good. There's way too many people on the sidelines. You're like, this is a big game. <laughs> You know, in the national championship, there's like eighty thousand people on the sidelines. I'm like, damn, dog. Uh-huh. Asses. Dude, not only okay, so not only is this weekend a tops weekend, but I was looking ahead to December fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth. Okay. Wow. Wow. You're crazy. You're crazy. Bro, this I mean, this is all time stuff right here, Clubhouse. Okay. This is yeah. so which, by the way, changed it. Actually, no, never mind. So Friday night, got something going down. Fun little shit and dig. Saturday, it's the first day of bowl season for college football. So you have like 12 bowl games of just like Central Michigan versus Georgia Southern in the Bahamas for some reason on, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's the Saturday where the NFL plays three games. Like that week before Christmas. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah. And the Steelers are in town in Indy, and they're possibly one of those games on Saturday. I mean, oh, Merry Christmas to Joy Joy. It doesn't get any better, dude. Does not. Like, I, I, yeah, I'm already in one of those modes where I'm like, I'm looking forward to it, but I can't. I want to, I want to live now because I don't want to get there and then it'll be gone and I'll be sad. Don't, don't. Don't waste it, bro. You got to take every second in. Probably starting now, actually. Yeah, this is when the holiday fucking clubhouse really hits right here. Holiday clubhouse. Yeah, it's a gingerbread house during the holidays. It's no, it's it's not TG clubhouse. It's TG <laughs> gingerbread house. Ginger, so. Gingerbread house. Get on board and 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 get with it, man. Did you ever do that for a date? I I feel like that doesn't happen as much. No. Like. We, we we talked about it because it does happen where you go on a date and everybody goes to the pumpkin patch and picks out a pumpkin and paints it, carves it. <laughs> I feel like it's not a very common thing, as common, I should say, for people to get a gingerbread house and fucking build one of those together. Well, it's where, where we kind of grew up in Indy. It's just Christmas tree lighting. That's like the hall. That's like the pumpkin patch of the holidays. You know what I mean? But, like, maybe somewhere else gingerbread is a big deal. Dude, maybe we could make it a thing. Maybe that's a new tradition for the clubhouse. Send in your dopest gingerbread house. <laughs> I've never wanted – I. the only thing I want to do now that we're talking about it is make a gingerbread house of, like, Heinz Field. I was now, just thinking about that. Yeah, make your gingerbread house, but make it a football stadium. That's that. That is all I want to do. I want a how-to. I want you give me the pieces, and I want to build it, and I want to put it up in my house, and just imagine it. And then, like, if someone tries to touch it, I get shitty. 
Bro, you might you might try. You should do that. No one's ever made a football stadium out of gingerbread before. You that's a no, that's, that's a viral picture on Twitter. I'm like Three Rivers Stadium, but make it gingerbread. <laughs> the only thing though is that mine will be so fucky and just terrible. Yeah, but still, it might be even better. <laughs> just the Seahawks Stadium with that like those ridges that go. Oh my god. That's how I learned the stadiums. Like how what they looked like was just NFL blitz. You get to pick like which stadium you want to play in. I'd be like, "Whoa, the Seahawks goes hard as fuck." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. Grand, it's a really good looking stadium, and it's outside. Oh, it's like outside but inside. Oh yeah, because the angle, of the end zones, those things that go straight up that are almost like a triangle. Yes, I love but that. the The roof covers like half of it, but then that middle row is just open. Yeah, I like that. I like stadiums that don't have an option. It's like, yeah, we're outside. It's like yeah. the roof's open today. It's like, all right, okay. You know, that I, I kind of like play it as it is, you know? That pisses my mom off so badly. What? If, if, like she she gets more pissed off about that with like Colts fans than anything. Like she pride, she takes so much pride that the Steelers just play outdoors every week, no matter if it's minus ten degrees, snowing, sloppy rain. Yeah, you know she makes fun of the Colts and gets so, and especially their fans, you know, because it's always like well, we got to dress for the conditions this week because the stadium's open and you know the roof's open or whatever. She's yeah. always just yeah, try dressing for it every week. <laughs> there is, there is something hard about just being like, yeah, we're playing outside, dog. Sorry. Like last Christmas Eve, it's like minus eight wind chill, snowing. Steelers, Raiders. Fucking let's roll. Who's not watching that, bro? Ooh, by the fire. I gotta say, I haven't been to a football game in a long time where it's like so cold, you're like, we might have to bring hand warmers and shit. I've never it's yeah, I'm going. So I'm going to the Steelers Pats Thursday night game, December seventh in Pittsburgh. So that has a chance to be cold, but it's not going to be January. Like when I went out there a couple of years ago for Big Ben's last game, who that play? Like the Browns. It was like January third or fourth, dude. Like it was, I think it was like fifteen degrees at like two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, were you, were you like uncomfortably cold? But that's the thing is like it. I mean, it was it was cold, but in that environment, you know everybody's out tailgating. There's people, there's heaters, there's people, you know, there's hot food. Like you're drinking, you're fucking bundled up. You're talking to everybody. You liquor got like coat, liquor coat, liquor coat, right? Like it, you know, I didn't think about it. It didn't really start to hit me until like the second quarter of the game or like halftime. Yeah. But there's kind of like a lull, you know, because the beginning it was like the intros and like, it's fucking Monday night football. Let's go. Then all of a sudden at halftime, you're like, I can't feel the lower half of my body, you know? Uh, yeah, that sucks. But yeah, you always, you're right. You like see something, you, huh? you always leave sick from one of those games. Oh, yeah. But, but you know, going in, you're like, fuck it. I'll be sick for, for a week for this. Yep. We could let it play. But like in the beginning of the game, you see a guy with his shirt off and you're like, dude, if he's not cold, I'm not cold. Fuck it. You know, and then, later, and then later on, you're like, I wonder how that guy in section 534 is feeling. Yeah. I haven't seen him, and I'll never see him again. But like, 
Is he still going with it, or does he have a coat on? You start to wonder that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you're like, he's got a Steelers starter jacket on right now, all bundled up in row two. <laughs> Steelers starter jacket might be on the Christmas list for you. Already got one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I got like three. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Why, why have I not seen those? You have. I wore them last year during uh, Christmas time when we were in studio. TG. You'll see him this year again, too. Yo, but the Steelers block numbers. People are starting to talk about those coming back for good. Hopefully. Yeah. I, 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 I thought that they would. I thought that they would, like, with the end of the Big Ben era, I thought that they might take that as the time to, like, okay, like, that was 18 years, CS7. Now we're going to, like, kind of, like, teams, they, they, when, when one era ends, like a longtime coach or like a longtime quarterback and they kind of like sometimes you'll see them they're like all right well with that we're gonna do like a new uniform too yeah and so i thought maybe that they might they might just be like okay we're gonna switch back to the blocks for good because that pissed a lot of people off in pittsburgh it still kind of does to the, certain people the numbers the italics yeah god there's something about them though i i liked him because that's like when i first started watching the steelers it was like cordell stewart he looked like fast Slash. Like, that's just lit. Like nobody has that font. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I, I started liking them. I hear. But I get it. I get it with the block numbers, man. Sometimes that shit just looks good. What I want more is for them to go back to the yellow end zones. Oh yeah. yeah. What are they doing, man? Fuck. Oh, I I just what? Like who makes that decision? I, I literally. Teams. There's so many teams. I'm like, come on. We were out there uh, for my show. And the day before my show, um, the Steelers hooked us up and we went through like their Hall of Honor museum that's at the stadium. And so we were going around that and like there's a few of our tour guides that like work for the team, obviously. And so I literally I, I put them on the spot. I was like, what do we got to do to go back to the yellow end zones? Like, is it Mr. Rooney's call? Is it like whose call is it? You know, like, why is that not a thing? Everybody wants it. Why is that not a thing? And they kind of just laughed. They're like, ha, ha, yeah, well, it's uh, above my pay grade. And I'm like, well, okay, well, <laughs> but well, why? Let me talk was, to the grass guy. Let me talk to yeah. the fucking, let's go, man. This is, they did, it, they did it for the last two weeks of uh, the season last year. And it was unbelievable. Everybody loved it. It was great. I don't know. Now it's just a Steelers pod, but. Anyways, I mean, but I mean, that can go for every team too. Like, let's go, man. The end zones should never be the same, the like grass color. Grass color. Yeah. What are you doing? The end zone's a party. Yeah. Like, it, ew, look, the, the grossest right thing ever is the Atlanta Falcons end zone. It has like so many words and it's like green grass. I'm like, guys. I was thinking about that too. Oh, every time I see it, I'm like, who the fuck? I don't even want to run in there. I don't even want to score. <laughs> Maybe that's why they haven't been. <laughs> oh, God. Got stopped on the one. End zones are too ugly. <laughs> the Dolphins old school checkered one. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a, that is a big thing, man. If you can have like, checkers or like diamonds, weirdly. Notre Dame has those lines. I'm like, I get it's their thing. You can't hate on it. Yeah, they stay true to that pretty hardcore. I mean, it is so boring, but like, yeah, I get it. The diamonds are cool. I like how Tennessee has the checkers. That that's like a that's cool as shit to me. Actually, 
Are there any other NFL teams that have that? I don't think there are. No, no. Oh, I love how LSU does the like one end zone's purple, one end zone's gold. When they did that, I was like, "This is this is what every team should do." Like every team ever should have their both their like real colors in both end zones, Bill, red and blue. Ooh. Easy. That'd be nice. LSU revolutionized the football field, bro. With a tiger eye in the middle of the field. First time I saw that, I was like, dude, this is like actually art. Yeah. No, it's in, it's insane. It really is. Uh, um, I think the Bills are another one that has just the green end zones, if I'm not mistaken. What are we doing? With like the blue, like the blue font bills across it. The fuck, man? Make it cool. Maybe we need to get OJ on that. Maybe OJ do a, a Twitter Twitter video. Hey, X World, it's me. <laughs> I hate it. He, he doesn't say Twitter World anymore. He literally calls it X. Are you? Hey, X World, it's me. He's still doing those videos. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just I just sitting here wondering why my Buffalo Bills don't have a blue end zone. <laughs> I'd re- I'd I'd retweet that. <laughs> the only thing I'd ever retweet end zone colors, dude. I I don't know if people think about it like we do, but that's all I'm here for. Is the end zone colors. It's this entire episode just end zone colors. I mean, it needs like somebody needs to say it. I'm sorry, and it's gonna be us. Shit that doesn't matter but matters way too much. That's this podcast. <laughs> I would agree, and that's that. That is the that is the beauty of it. Oh, hey, remember last week how I was talking about how? Guess I'm just sick forever. Yeah, me too. Remember? That? Yeah, yeah. Well, now, now, yeah, I thought that was bad. Uh, how about having a one year old that's just sick? So that's. Oh, you guys are both sick. No, I it, I'm good, but apparently I you know he got it for me or something. But man. Poor guy. I feel so. I mean, when you have like a one year old, what what do they do? You can't do anything. They can't tell you what hurts. Like they're just like snotty and coughing and oh, like the cough tired. They can't sleep. You're like, Dude. is this my fault? What what did right. I? Do? I'm sorry. The guilt. I felt we already took him to the doctor and shit. I'm like, oh, God dang, everybody's sick now. The mom's gonna be sick. Yeah, Damn, how, how sick. That? What do you you give them like some? What do you give them? Yeah, yeah, but we have like infant Tylenol. Um, you just—it's like a syringe, bro. And you just, you know, luckily Frank like likes it, so you just—he thinks it's like a snack, and so you just slide that puppy in, and he downs it. But yeah, and it's just—I was thinking about—I was like, geez, last week I'm like, guess I'm just sick forever, and then now this week, you want to one up that? Yeah, how about the 14 month old being sick? Gotta give him some emergency, bro. Just fucking shake it up in a propel bottle and give it to him. That's my dad. Anytime I'm sick, he gives me 92 boxes of emergency. Like that's gonna that's like his only thing. He's like, all right, make sure you take your emergency. I'm like, dude. My mom was always take a hot shower and drink some orange juice. Oh yeah. Parents are all in on the orange juice, huh? Like it's gonna cure your fucking sickness. Hey. I, it's been ingrained to me so much that like if I'm feeling like shit, I'm like, man, I just need an ice cold thing. I orange juice. Oh. Give me some good today. 
Give me some Tropicana real quick. Seriously, bro. I could be puking like the, the girl from The Exorcist. Like, my head's spinning. And my mom would like, it'd be like a Tuesday morning in January. And I'd go in her room and she would just like lift her head up and just be like, okay, we'll just uh, take take a hot shower and have some orange juice. Like, mom, I am dying. I, I'm so hot for my fever right now. I am on my deathbed. Like, I'm about to pass out from yeah. heat exhaustion and sweating. Just take a warm shower, you'll sweat it out, and have some orange juice. <laughs> You're bleeding from your mouth. She's like, yeah, just. Hey, hey it worked the magic because I'm 30 years old now, and I just, that's still, I'm like, oh, I bet if I, after I do that, I'll feel at least a little better. You're right. Just some about vitamin C, dude. And, and a good <laughs> glass of orange juice. No pulp. Come to daddy. Although when I when when we were in LA, we went to this really good little breakfast shop in Pasadena that was right down the road, and they had fresh orange juice. And we're talking fresh; it's like they literally squeezed an orange, right? So there's there's some pulp action. I'm okay right? with that. I'm okay with I that. Was, I was in Pulp Fact because it was happening, baby. Like the, the 2023 remake pulp of Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Shut up. God. No, no, I know. But it was so good. I mean, it was like, I was like, wow. I literally said to Rise, like, I'm not a pulpy guy typically. No. Nope. But uh, when it's fresh like this, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. It's a different kind of pulp when you see it come from the orange. If you're just buying pulp, like orange juice in a like carton and it says pulp on it, you're like, I don't know what kind of pulp that is. But if I see it, I'll take it, dude. I'm a pulp guy if I can Where'd see it. Where'd you get this pulp? Right, yeah. I don't know where this pulp's coming right. from. What is it? Like, is it, uh, this could be like uh, little things of rice. Just and like, then, like here, and then know? some says, some of the orange juice says extra pulp. I'm like, where the, where'd it come from? Yeah. Extra. Why does it let it, some pulp, a lot of pulp, no pulp. I'm like, what? Ask the extra. No. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be crazy. You gotta be number sixty on a fucking basketball. <laughs> Extra pulp, please. Ew. Uh let's see what the clubhouse is saying, huh? Jeez, man. I need some I need some clubhouse in my life. All right. Uh team these guys at gmail.com. Uh, we love you. This is from David last week. Uh he says BJ's bar and bakery. That's what our, uh, our our restaurant, our bar should be called. That just made me so hungry. Ben and Joey's Bar and Bakery. Because, you know, I wanted the booze and you wanted the donuts. Yeah. One of the burgers could hit on all fronts. I got to tell you something about um, about donuts. Right. If, if we got a sec. Yeah, what's up? I had to film it. This is going to blow your fucking mind. Um, I had to film a video. I was going to bring this up when you were talking about Duncan, but I just forgot. And um, it was just a video of me handing out Dunkin' Donuts to people, like on that on that street corner in Broad Ripple. Like pretty much like a fantasy video. They're just like, "Yo, here's we're gonna send twenty dozen boxes of donuts wrapped like presents, and you just go on the street and hand them out." And I was like, "Really? Like there's there's nothing else?" And they're like, "Yeah, bro, people were going insane." Nobody's turning down a donut. So I'm just on the street corner, just, yo, you want a present? Boom. Assortment. Boom. Assortment, dude. It was it was like it was it was like a dream come true. I wish you could have been there. 
But I had, to, I had to say it. I had to say it. Craziest video ever. From Duncan? Yeah. Has the video come out yet? No, not yet. We just shot it uh, last weekend and editing it, it right now. But amazing. Did you get a chance to throw them at anybody? Oh, no, dude. You know I was thinking about it. Somebody rolled down their car window. I was like, ooh, the way I just... <laughs> I don't Rich Gannon one in there real quick. <laughs> all right, all right, go ahead. I had to, I had to bring it up. I'm sorry. No, no, that's awesome. God dang, crazy, that's not, crazy is not in my life. Hell yeah, that's yeah. And the assortment too <laughs> was a box. Did it look like a present? Yes, oh. dude. They hooked everything. Was perfect. It was kind of like a dream. I was like, this is way too good to be true. Slap my ass. Slap my ass, dunk. All right, from Jake. This is so, <laughs> subject just says Tiki Barber. Oh, that's the best I'm, subject ever. <laughs> I'm in law school and I met this guy who insists on calling people by their initials. Hence the greeting. Oh, he called us JM and BP. Nice. Not sure how to feel about it, but it feels like the same guy that will get married to Miss Emphasis. <laughs> my dad. Uh, my father-in-law will take it to his grave that he invented chicken nuggets while working at Burger King in the 80s. <laughs> Just like a, a guarantee that debate comes up at least every other holiday with a father-in-law like he'll come up with a story and then somebody will call and then you're comfortable enough with them finally to be like tim you didn't do that that they've been around yeah oh that, a father-in-law yeah checking a father-in-law is crazy you gotta really be in you gotta really feel comfortable couple drinks couple drinks ringing the finger letting it water you can't be a boyfriend letting it fly at the father, at the at the, at the dad. It's got to be like be. two years in. You, you 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 and that dad had to have a moment at some point where it's like, all right, we're boys now. Yes, a couple car rides, maybe a bonfire where he takes you out back and you you smoke a cigar together. Like, for like way to- too long too. You're talking to him for like hours, and even yes. your girls like, what the fuck? What are you right. talking about? And you're like, hey, this is boys. Yep. You know, get out of here. Right, yeah, that's uh, you can throw the jabs at the father. Yeah, like we're we're homies now, bro. Uh, I don't know what to name Joey's bar, but you definitely should purposefully beat the door with a hammer so that it's all dinged up and make sure it squeaks super loud when you open it. And for some reason, it has a regular house doorknob. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Slap my ass in the bathroom with the Denver Broncos NF airline plane so we can join the Mile High Club. <laughs> That's really good. I'd be not thinking yeah. that. Mile High Club. For NFL Airlines for Denver, let's go. I mean, yeah. geez. Hey, hey, seat number 12 in the plane is just for the Seahawks fans. Hey, no, no, no. And then on the Seahawks plane of NFL Airlines, that's like a you can't sit there. Like at 12, it's like designated for all of us. It's just like that yeah. symbolizes all the 12. <laughs> oh, that's insane. We got to keep going on this, dude. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Subject Tiki Barber is crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> remember Tiki Barber just fumbling like <laughs> he fumbled so much he had to change his whole running style. And he literally, worked, right? He looked like he was like doing like walk like an Egyptian, but the other way. Towards the end of his career, that's how he like held the ball. It was so upwards, but it worked. Yeah, because he fumbled so much. 
Um, all right. This is from Jacob. Subject, whoa. Slap my ass while reading a out-of-office email because no one really gives a fuck, Suzanne. Yeah. Oh! It's not, oh, his subject line is out of office. Because it's literally, it was capital O, lowercase O, capital O. And so I was still kind of both. Whoa. It could work on both levels. Yeah. God, out of office emails, bro. My my old boss used to get on my ass so much if I didn't like have one up of those. If I was like going for a coffee meeting and I didn't have a fucking out of office email that I'm going to be back in 15 minutes. It was like, hey, you need to. I was like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, like, okay, I can get back to it at the end of the day. Like, they are no, they so don't. annoying. When you get one in return on your end, you're like, oh my God, they're not going to be back for two weeks? What the fuck do I do? Because you also have that initial excitement of like, oh, damn, quick response. Oh, it's just an automated bullshit that I'm never going to talk to them again. You're like, well, I'm never getting this shit done. They're gone? Forget it. This is from Foman. <laughs> Subject, Hashim Thabit. Oh, man. Oh, the way he used to dominate on college basketball. Oh, I would be UConn every time. I'm like, this guy's seven feet tall. The Huskies, man. They're always the favorite with because of uh, Thabit. His last name. He says, uh, sub boys, OG Spress listener here. Nice. Can't talk incredible 2000s athletes' names without bringing up Hashim Thabit or Bismack Biombo. Yeah, it's a really good one. My question is, what's your go-to burner on the stove? I'm a front-left kind of guy, but could be talked into back right for like pasta sauce or soup. Snip my Achilles, toss me into the Ohio River, and send a team of professional divers down to slap my ass. Snip my Achilles. (laughs) <laughs> end it all no painful most painful uh, thing. I might rather just just take me out back if my Achilles is snipped like that man people with hey. Achilles injuries I'm like I really feel for you hey how about <laughs> before we get into this how about how your Achilles is named that because of that Greek warrior whose literal name was Achilles, who was unbeatable and couldn't be hurt or defeated unless he got hit in the Achilles. And therefore, they call it the Achilles heel. Oh, yeah? Is that is that facts? Fact. Someone's name like 8,000 years ago was Achilles. <laughs> and now it's just like, Ruining quarterbacks' careers. <laughs> yeah, dude. Aaron Rodgers took him out. Oh, uh, down to Achilles. <laughs> Does that go for any other body part? I don't know. Can't believe you didn't know that. I mean, I, I knew that. Can. You can. I thought about it in a minute. Uh, go to Burner. See, I'm a front right guy. I'm front left all day. Really? I'll wear that thing out. I wonder if that has something to do with like your brain. Like, you know, like your closest. It's right there. It's right there in front of me. And it's uh it's the bigger one. So it covers the whole surface of the pan. I think my front right might be the smaller one. So I'm like, eh, what am I doing? Warming up some fucking salsa or something? Maybe I am front left. 
But he's right. Like you go diagonal. If you're if you're warming up two things, like you got the pasta front left, and you got the sauce back right. Like, hey, let's take it easy. Sure. Both in the front row is a little too this is a little too competitive. I think it also depends on what direction you're typically turning from getting your dish. So if you're grabbing a pot or a pan or whatever from like it's a stove. Is, is, is in the middle and then it's to the right where you're typically that's where you keep your pots and pans it's like maybe then you're kind of inclined to be at the closer one. Oh yeah we're but if the pots and pans are like up top or something then you're just grabbing pulling down and going huh? that makes sense I've got I've got a trash can by my front left so I'm always like breaking eggs and stuff Oh. Close to the trash can. That might be it for me. No. Yeah, it's proximity thing. That makes sense. Uh, from Brendan, bar name. Hey, guys. Huge fan of the show from the start. Uh, first time emailer to the clubhouse. Welcome. I think I might have the most obvious name for your bar. Burpees. Ooh. It's where all the burpee boys and girls can go watch the Steelers on a 26-inch antenna tube TV like how football was meant to be watched. It really is. All right, all right. Yeah, you going down to burpees? Yeah, we're gonna have some brews at burpees. Burpees, burpees, b u r p e e s. People, some people think it's a gym, and they walk in, they're like, "What the fuck?" Maybe he, he put that in there too. Yeah, or maybe the like the head bartender guy on uh, on the shift for that night, like you know, somebody walks in, stuff like, "Welcome to Bo's" or "Welcome to CC's." It's so, a you know, burpee boy. Oh, oh, right when they walk in, whoa, yeah. That's not bad. All right, question. What is your perfect idea of an NFL Sunday? My ideal setup is the Steelers play at 325 so I can watch Red Zone during the noon games or do pumpkin patch errands with a lady while the Buffalo Chicken Dip cooks, and then I can lock in for the afternoon game. Then you also get that perfect and sometimes unsettling moment around 4 where you notice it's already dark at the East Coast game where you're watching, but you still have a little bit of light where you live. Keep up the great content, Holiday Whores, and come to a show in Dallas so I can sit in the front row of my Color Rush Juju Smith-Schuster jersey. Oh, oh, oh. my ass, set me on a tee and rip a liner to the left center field gap for a triple. Fuck yeah, dude. Love this guy. Email. Full email from a Brendan first-timer. Amazing. Um, brought it. Really brought it. Uh... My ideal NFL Sunday. Uh, see, I'm. I love the one o'clock kick or the or the prime time kick. I like early. The only time that I like a four twenty five is when it's like Christmas break. I'm like, oh, I don't got to go to work or school tomorrow, That's so it doesn't really matter. Four thirty games are uh, like depressing, honestly. Yeah, because everything else, everything else around it. It's always the Cardinals and the fucking Giants playing. Ah, ew, dude. Ew, ew, ew. And the Broncos and the Steahawks. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake, dude. You got to like oh. eat dinner during it. You're like, God. But then the, yeah. the primetime game is kind of a little bit of a pick-me-up. It's like a party. You're like, ooh, it's late. Exactly. I feel like I feel like this shouldn't be on right now. I feel It feels dangerous. You still got, no matter what, I don't care. You still got that little bit of like, my team's on primetime. Like, Oh, it's all right. Sunday night. Where are you? It's fucking here. That's where it is. Big deal. Like last night, I was watching Monday Night Football, and I was like, "This game's on at nine o'clock." I was like, "This is kind of like sexy." Almost. Yep. Yep. Like I feel like it's late. 
Yeah, I, I tend to go early because I like to just like get up, watch all the pregame, maybe hit breakfast, watch all the pregame shows, get you know, get 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 some lunch ready to go, some snacks so that one o'clock, and then like the one o'clock you have the Steelers on the main screen, the big one. And then on the second screen, we have usually the Colts because I like to keep up with my homies and like be able to know what they're talking about. And then the third screen, much to the chagrin of my mom, you have red zone. She hates red zone, just too much to keep up with. It's so mom. Um, and then afterwards, then you're like, all right, if the Steelers win, fantastic. We're all hanging. Everybody's in a good mood. Like, yeah. we're, we're placing more bets. We're having more food. But if they lose, then it's like, we're going to get more. We're going to get even more food because we got to have depression food. Yeah. So that's a win win. Yeah. Exactly. Win-win. So I'm typically that. One o'clock games are. That's where it's at, dude. I, I'll never forget when you brought up. There's all there's a small group of people who know about this, but that Edge NFL countdown at seven a.m. on a Sunday, with uh, dude, with Jaws and uh, the what's the other guy? Merrill Hodge. Merrill Hodge, dude. He's a he's a real one. That yeah. dude was spitting facts. Is he still on TV? No, not really. He works. He work. He has a role like working for the Steelers, um, but it's not like nice. it's not like I can't. I don't know exactly what it is. He's kind of just like amb- ambassador. Like he has one of those kind of like alumni jobs, you know. Um, but he, him, and Big Ben, they were doing a uh, on on Big Ben's YouTube channel. They were doing a uh, like a live watch along for the Packers Steelers last week. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. I love Merrill Hodge. Yeah, Merrill Hodge is the man. But that that show was on so early. That's my ideal Sunday. I want to wake up early enough to watch that. Hell then yeah. Then just bullshit around. Actually, my ideal Sunday setup for football is what I did when I was nine years old. Wake up, watch NFL Countdown, go to church, get donuts, and then just fucking watch Fox NFL Sunday until that 1 p.m. kickoff. Yep. That's then after the, after that, it's like, I guess I'm just going to be depressed until Sunday night football comes up. Maybe give me some Papa John's. Oh, you know? Papa John's on a Sunday. Stuff crust from Papa John's. All right, it's from uh, Watson. Last one. He says uh, the subject is Mike Allstott. <laughs> <laughs> Benny tweeted a pic of him, and it got me thinking. What's more terrifying than number 40 with the neck roll running downhill at you? Can we make a haunted house, but instead of clowns, have Derrick Henry run at you? You run around a corner and Coach Cower is just screaming at you? I'd shit in my pants and still want to keep going. P.S. Happy Thanksgiving and holiday host season. Slap my turkey ass and call me Joe Jeravicious. Oh, my God. Joe Jeravicious. Dude, that's a top five name. Uh, on that uh, on that Tampa Bay Super Bowl winning team, yeah, and Sid, you know that that one song that's like Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Yeah, I think I've been this one. I used to say Jared Vicious, Jared Vicious. <laughs> I think I've been this one. Did you get that from Chris Berman or something. It sounds like no, something. I, he- I just, I just that was peak peak me was Jared Vicious popping off in that Christmas song, and I just used to just mix them. Yeah, the old uh, Joe Jaravicious walked so Jordy Nelson could run. Joe Jaravicious was so sick. <laughs> oh my god! Look at that one for the clubhouse. Wait, was he? Was, he was Giants, right? And Jaravicious. 
Jarvis's might have been Giants and then Bucks, or was he always Bucks? Uh, that's I feel a like good. He got traded, and I was like, "Ooh, that's the end of him." And then that's a good question. I'm gonna look him up right now. Oh no, that's right. He was on the Seahawks team that my Steelers played in the Super Bowl. Joe Jarvis's household NFL name. Listen to this fucking dude. Is it? Is should this guy be our dad? Holy shit. Joe Jarvicius, born in Cleveland, Ohio, on December 23rd, 1974, went to Penn State. Marry me. Marry me. You're right. Played for the Giants, the Bucks, the Seahawks, and the Browns. Yeah, I thought he was going to fall off when he got traded to the Bucks, but then he had that catch in the Super Bowl, and I was like, got to have more faith in my dad. That's all I think. Yeah, dude, that, that's Super Bowl Joe Jarvicious. Let's see what he did that year. 15 games. He didn't do shit. Wait. All right, so he had a pretty solid 2002. Four touchdowns. What was that? Super Bowl. Hold on. I got to see this guy's stat line because I know he went on. Take your time. This is heaven. Yeah, that was Super Bowl 37. The Bucks won over the Raiders. The Raiders. Played in San Diego. That was a depressing Super Bowl for me. Why is that? Because I wanted the Raiders to win, like, so bad. Like, I was, like, a kind of a Raiders fan that year. So and the Bucks just asses beat, dude. I was like, oh, I am wrong. <laughs> I am wrong. Yeah, dude, the Bucks just housed them. Had the Charles Woodson jersey on, just ready for for a team I like to win the Super Bowl. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. It's never really happened, except for when the Steelers won a couple times. But I'm always rooting for the team that takes a huge L in the Super Bowl. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, that's what it was. Joe Jaravicious, targeted four times, four catches for 78 yards. He was the Bucks' leading receiver. He had a long of 33 yards, 33-yard reception in the Super Bowl. Joe Jaravicious, 87, nice arms, good face mask, sick last name. You're dead. That's dad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, TG60, another good one, another Zoom one. We appreciate everybody uh, hanging out with us, with uh, both of us being on the road and Sometimes it's just what you got to do, but uh, we're, we're going to be some holiday hoes here coming up. We got uh, obviously a big one with uh, Thanksgiving week next week and uh, heading into Christmas. And Benny Boy will be back in town, and I'm in town for the rest of the year, thank God. Um, so we'll be, yeah, we'll be, we'll be throwing it down uh, OG, OG TG Clubhouse style. This is, this is peak these guys right now. Yep. We're bringing it every week. You already know, holiday horrors in session. So thank you, and tell your friends about the clubhouse. Join; it's a lot of fun. And remember to leave a comment. Ooh, do we have a do we have a YouTube comment right now? We'll think of it. I guess we'll think of it. I think the last one was end zones. End zones. Oh, what what team? What basketball or football? What uh, teams' court or field pisses you off the most? Maybe. And how would you change it? Not bad. We can work with that. Okay. Yep. That works. Yeah. Tell your friends to join the clubhouse. Give us a rating on Apple Pods, Spotify. Leave a comment on YouTube. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Awesome. All right.
Uh, Teamtheseguys at gmail.com. Love hearing from you in the clubhouse. All right, TG. See you. These guys.